Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of the Comedy Road Podcast. I'm Jason Schuster. I'm Lena Green. We have an amazing guest on here today. She is a comedian, one of the funniest out there that I know. You can catch her special, Two Moms, One Mic, on Amazon Prime right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Kayla Crawford. Woo, woo, woo! Hi. Thank What's you so up? much for having me. I'm so excited I to know. be here and I... gossip all about comedy. <laughs> gossip. We do, right? We're gossiping right now. I wanted to add actress because we were we were talking actress. about you saying it, putting it out there. and Because yes. that's what you do. Writer. It's your art. Yeah. And then my husband in a screenwriting class, so I'm a writer and an actress. Yeah. Actor. Actor. <laughs> an actor. Yeah, you have to say actor now to yeah, make yeah, it really yeah. Yeah. serious. I'm curious. Yes. About yeah. my crap. Kayla doesn't go to Target. She goes to Target. Target. Oui, oui. Yeah. Wow. So we're, we're super pumped to have you on here today. And um, let's just get right down to it. Let's do it. The beginning. Let's start. Like, how did you get into comedy? And what was it like, the landscape? Just, like, paint that out for us. It's interesting. I didn't start until I was 27. But I, I should have started when I was 18. Like, my dad walked into my room and he said, I just watched Ellen DeGeneres do stand-up. And I really feel like you can do it. Oh. I was like, Dad, I am a Shakespearean actress. <laughs> I was like a very big theater kid, like I was a theater major, major. I was like at college, like doing like Midsummer Night Stream. And I was like, get out of my room. Like, thou dost protest too much. Like I was like, how dare you? Yeah. You know? And it, he he was right. He was right. I cannot believe that there were so many years I live in regret. That's what I do with my life. I don't know if you guys no, do that, but like you uh -huh. look back on it, you go, wow, I could have started sooner. But I started when I was 27. And I had been doing improv in New York. Okay. And then when I came to L.A., I realized starting over again at, like, UCB, you have to, like, form your team. And it's, like, yeah. a whole thing. And then you have to set up times where your group can meet. And so-and-so yeah. so can't meet. And they canceled on you. But we rented the room. And now we're at $50. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> it, it became kind of exhausting. And I was like, I'm going to take a stand-up class. So I took a stand-up class at Flappers. And then I started doing open mics. And then Paul Rodriguez was nice enough to let me open for him. And that really just, I got, got the comedy bug. bug yeah. And I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yep, yep. Uh, Usually how it goes. Can. That's what's so nice about stand-up is like, it doesn't matter how old you are, yep. how you look. You're like, I'm going to be doing this when I'm 95 years yeah. old. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you can't take this microphone away from me. You, right. know? Like, you like have the bedpan. They're like, I yes. just want to make you laugh, yeah. please. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I, I love how you, because you started at 27. I know you're saying, but I think everything happens for a reason. I feel like, yeah. did you find, have your voice already off the bat? Because you hear... Um, comedians that start when they're younger and they're like, I had to find my voice. It took me years to find my voice. Did you find that you already had that because you knew yourself at 27? Then? Yeah, you definitely know yourself, but it's so weird because I started out single when I was doing stand-up. <laughs> and you're like, I'm that crazy Gross. single lady. <laughs> I'm comedy. You know, and that, that was my shtick. And then when I started, I met my husband pretty early on in doing stand-up. Yeah. And we were like so happy together in the beginning. And I was like, you are messing this up for me like and I remember being on stage and saying like hey guys so I'm single and my husband just got drunk wasted and he's like oh so you're single <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Yeah, like when I got off stage, he was like, so you're single? And I was like, babe, we just started, we had just started dating. We weren't even like fully labeled yet. He goes, you think you're funny being single? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm supposed to say I'm in a happy, committed relationship. But people love that though. Like I I did a show and everybody who came on stage was like, I'm married. They got huge claps. So I got on stage. I was like, I'm married too. And I said, no, I'm not, you assholes. I just, like, people love the love that people have. So it's like, now it's... It's so interesting, because when you're doing stand-up, like, it's whatever you're going through at that time, Mm -hmm. people can also tell, like... Then I switched over to, okay, now I'm in a relationship, but it's so sad to burn all that single material. Oh, uh, okay. You know what the, I mean? That's okay. what's so tough about it. You, you're you constantly changing as a person, mm-hmm. and yep. then you have to rewrite, and then you have to start at the bottom again. Yeah. Your jokes aren't funny right away. That's the thing about stand-up. Yeah. Like, you write a joke, and you go try it at a mic. It's it's not going to hit. Well, it's not a mic, too. What are you talking about? Mics are the friendliest place on earth. It's like, it's like so warm and yeah. inviting. Mics are the Disneyland of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, mics are getting weird now. This guy ripped a mic out and like started calling everybody loser. I was like, why are you oh. angry? Oh. What is happening? So it's it's a different landscape. But, I yeah, yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. It's, mics it's, are a dangerous place. Stand-up is yeah. dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just... Dodging bullets up there. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was interesting. I I did a special. I didn't end up releasing it. I filmed it and I did like my half hour special. And it was about being married. And I have so many clips now on Instagram from that special because it was edited well. And I look back on it and I watch it now and I'm like, maybe I should release this now. It's old material, but it still, it does well on Instagram. And you're like, it was that imposter syndrome of like, Mm -hmm. oh, I shouldn't put this out there and I'm not gonna submit it to anyone yet. And I need to be so polished and so perfect and so ready. And now I realize with stand-up, with my special that I just released with Two Moms, One Mike, it was all current to me in the moment. And I was like, I want to release this on yeah. Mother's Day. This is all material that I'm no longer going to be doing because I'm not in this stage in yeah. my life anymore. Yeah. And I have to be willing to like release it and let it go and start anew. Yeah. yeah. Someone told yeah. me like women, com- they were like, well, you female comics always like it. Y'all start later or something because y'all want it to be perfect and y'all want to make sure. And I'm like, it's great that, you know, put that out there. Yeah. Put it out there. And it's probably something you're proud of and that people are going to really relate to. And well, also as a woman, like women, we're type A, like perfectionists. We <laughs> want everything and we care so much about what yeah. other people think. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm constantly thinking like, am I offending this person by this joke? And like, I had a Khloe Kardashian joke that will never see the day of life. <laughs> what what is it? No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> what is it? For the first time ever. For the first time ever. No, no, no. I'm not doing it. You know, you don't want to offend. Yeah, I... People, You're I have nice. a Kim Kardashian joke. My Kim Kardashian joke is out there. It's about the Zillow and you know her naming her kid Chicago, and I'm not going to name my kid Van Eyes. <laughs> like I have, that's, that's not me. That's not me that's not exactly. That's that was the me. other joke. Okay, okay, that's, that's, the, other that's one. the joke. That's what was out the clo- there. What was the pr- pr- no premise? Okay. You're never gonna. Oh, <laughs> you just, I'm locked down. Us. We're like, oh. it's deep in the vault. You, yeah, you realize like, oh, I don't. I want to make people laugh. I don't ever want to make people hurt. 
I love that. Some people don't what think a that. Beautiful yeah. quote. Right. No, that was beautiful. Should we, <laughs> should we put write, that on a wall somewhere? <laughs> write that down. You should have that in your Instagram like bio. In person, I like to make people, people laugh. laugh. I don't want to. When you have your hurt. coffee table book, that should be on the cover. Oh, beautiful. Let's just, beautiful. Let's just go what right would there. be in the book? I don't even Laughs. know. Nothing. It's like a photo of me holding a microphone with like a cup of coffee. There's just nothing in it. It's just that quote on the front. That's it. That's all you need. Fifteen ninety nine. Oh my god. You know what? Something I started thinking about, you guys. I'm just gonna no, 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 go yeah, to the yeah, next. Yeah. merch. Do you guys have merch? That's so, we, what we they even told us to get up. merch for the the podcast too, yeah. and that is something. Oh, yes. It is a it's yeah. Get merch. merch is coming. People like that to buy is something. When I would open or feature or host for people, people would have booths and yeah. they'd be selling their merch, and I wasn't doing that. And I was like, I should have been doing that. Yeah. Because it really is popular. Did you make yes. a comedy album out of your specials? Because that's no, what sells. That's popular it, too. That sells really well at shows. Yeah, and I, I was thinking about learned that, that from too. another. I was like, wow, you just selling it. Like people want it after the show. They're like, we want anything that you that you did. Did yeah. Are you selling your merch now? Currently, <laughs> I love how you bring this up. Like, y'all, you need. She's, like, have she's like, do you guys sell merch? Oh, because you really should. Uh, oh, great. Do you? Uh, sure, don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I keep like. So my next special, I want to call. Uh, I want to call it. I'm happy for you. That's the running yeah, statement. Yeah. I mean, I, that's. I feel like I always say that, and it's just since I was like a little kid, you watch people kind of pass you and surpass yeah, yeah, you yeah. and become like big and you're like, oh, I'm so happy for yeah. you. <laughs> I think you should take it one step further and call it, I'm so happy for you buying my merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, before we move on from that, we were talking about imposter syndrome. Yes. And I, I have to be honest, at first, I did not believe in it. It was something I thought was a joke and I did make fun of it in a previous episode. I do want to apologize. I, be I am a believer. It will hit you like a ton of bricks. So I didn't want to put that out there, but what the imposter syndrome that you felt and why you didn't like release the um, first special, was that dealing with imposter or what? Why? Yeah, that's such a good question. What hard hitting <laughs> This is 2020. Receiving. <laughs> yeah. I think imposter syndrome. It it's not even about the special. I think it's every day. Like, even when you guys were like, you want to do this podcast? I was like, why me? They're like, you're a comedian. I was like, oh, wait, I am. I am a comedian. You have to, like, pump yourself up every yeah. single yeah. day. Every time you go to a show, That's... every time I get, like, a really big show. Yeah. Even when I got Laugh After Dark, I remember getting the email, and I was like, wow. yes, can I do this? Do this. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. That's yep. the immediate response you get whenever yeah. you get something big. You're like, I've got this. Do I have this? Like, oh, why I me, know. too? Yeah. The why, why me, me like... It's very big. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. not special. I don't think I should be like, there's so much other people. But then yeah. you said you were talking to other people and they feel that and they were people you look up to. So it's like. Yeah. And then it's also interesting. This this other comic, I hate even having saying this, but she was she said to me, she saw my stand up and she felt like she was watching a master class. And it was like the nicest, yeah. biggest, greatest compliment that I've ever received. I, I'm, we'll clap it up. How did you? Yeah, how did you? Re I want to know how she received it though. I when she wrote that, I was actually I had just gotten home from a show, and it made me so happy. Hmm. And I um, but I had an imposter syndrome mm -hmm. moment of like, no, 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 like not me. But then I was like, well, wait, maybe me. But then I was like, no, 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 not me. Like, <laughs> it's, it's an internal struggle. Struggle. But the compliment does. Stick with me. Mm. 
And I think about it sometimes because you don't realize what someone else is going through. Mm -hmm. And even like comics who are huge and who have made it, they even they're going, I have an imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And you're like, but you? Like, how yeah. do you have it? And like, look at all, all the things look at you what have. You've and done. Even someone I spoke to recently, he was like, yeah, no matter what level you're at, you're always going, but what's next? Yeah. And you're still having to hustle and you're still having yeah. to put yourself out there and you're still having to be the one to promote yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of especially with stand up, it's a constant having to promote mm. yourself and who am I and what's my voice and am I connecting to the audience yeah. that I'm performing for. And believing in yourself too. Believing and that's totally. hard sometimes when you're like, What? I'm talking about, y'all want to listen to me talk? Yes. What? <laughs> yeah. It, all while we're, whole, we're doing that whole live your life every day kind of thing mm -hmm. and the struggles that we go through every day. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, we people see a comedian up there. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes with that totally. comic. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of us got into comedy because, you know, we wanted to go up there and genuinely make people laugh. Um, but... In a lot of ways, we find it therapeutic for us, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very. Is I that say, how you... Yeah, for, for you? sure. I've been saying to my husband, even recently now, I am so addicted to it to the point where I'm like, I kind of feel like I have to go out every night now and either do a oh. show or do a mic or or do this podcast. Like, it, be creative because yeah. we're creative people. Yeah. Like, we want to constantly be performing and moving and moving yeah. and creating and creating something new like i always have this pressure of like okay i posted this joke on instagram i have to write a new one now yeah there's, there's definitely especially that's a different ball game now instagram mm -hmm. wasn't really yeah. a big deal when i was started no. doing stand-up and even in i think 2017 laugh factory had posted my beyonce clip and it got a million views. Beyonce. And it was a it, it was a joke that I, I can't do anymore, but it was really funny. What's the joke? Oh, I can't even fully remember it, but it was something she had just come out with her lemonade album. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you know, Jay-Z cheats on her and and she creates oh, an yeah. entire album. You know, if my husband cheated on me, I would just like destroy our IKEA furniture. Right? <laughs> I'd be like, Do you see this twelve dollar nightstand? Yeah. I'm just gonna destroy it in one second. <laughs> That's what I would do. I got I'm not gonna create a whole album, <laughs> you know, and that and that got a million views, and I, I sort of, it was so amazing, but I don't, I didn't take advantage of it, in the sense of I got I got a good amount of followers from it, but finding those moments where you go, oh, I should have jumped on that, or I yeah. should jump on that, you know, like now it's a different game. Instagram, you you put out a clip, it gets a ton of views, get a ton of followers, and then now you're touring. You know? Oh, well, yeah. It's, yeah. it's amazing. But also, a lot of us can feel like, oh, my God, I put something out. Now everybody saw it, and I I got to burn it now. Right. Do you ever feel like, yes. oh, my God, uh, what do I do now? I definitely feel that. I, And I used to really hold my material yeah. tight. Like, that's why in 2017, 2018, I was not posting any of my jokes. I wasn't yeah. putting it out there because I was like, no, I want to still do this at shows. And what if I get a special and I want to do this for my special? And so I was really holding on to it tight. And now I'm like, no, I'm a writer. I, mm. if I, Pushes you. if I quote unquote burn that joke and it's out there, then I got to write more. Yeah. I, it really does. Yeah. It motivates yeah. me. It pushes me 
to be writing more, to be writing topical jokes as well. Mm -hmm. Like feeling that pressure of like, oh, this has to kind of feel relevant to what we're going through right now. Yes. I find more pressure now to do that as well. Wonderful, because you're you're putting stuff out there and you don't know what's going to happen. But Instagram is a a new thing. We were talking to Darren about that because he stays on top. And I was like, I hate social media. I really do. Um, But it is so important in our career like that we are constantly on top of that, even if we hate it, because it's not part of our art, but it is a part of the business of it. It's true. It's true. When you're out on the road, though, mm-hmm. do you change up your material based on the city that you're in? Yeah. When I was opening for Paul, I haven't been really out of California since having my baby because I had a baby. Um, <laughs> that whole thing? Yeah. But when I would go to, like, Arizona, I went to some casinos, I went to Vegas. Like, I remember you look around you, the names of the streets, you look at the place that you're staying at, you always have to, like, relate to the crowd right up top. Yeah. I think you have to comment on, like, where you are right up top so they get on your side so they can trust you. Yeah. So they feel like you're interested in us. Yeah. And we appreciate you for being interested in us. Right. Because I think people who go and, like, just start talking about themselves like right away it's sort of kind of like what i'm doing (laughs) 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 like you don't feel connected to that person yeah are you still going on the road now now that you've had a baby how and how's that balance so now that i've had a baby and she's two now now i'm getting the bug to be like i have some spots in new york that i want to go to i'm gonna go to santa barbara at the end of this month and I want to go to San Francisco. Like, yeah. I, I do want to do, like, a mini tour. Like, yeah. set up a little mini tour. So, we'll see. And since you put your latest special out, mm-hmm. how have things changed for you since getting something on, like, a platform such as Amazon Prime? I think the only thing that's really changed is the amount of views, once again, that I got on Instagram. Filming my special and then cutting those clips and then putting it on Instagram and getting, like, you know, 60 to 100,000 views on one of those clips, you can tell what a special, like how that makes a difference. Yeah. When you post something that's really edited well, that's really clean, mm-hmm. that's like a 4K or 5K or black magic camera, yeah. Yeah. it makes a difference yeah. for when you're posting and like trying to connect like with your audience. And also when meeting people, it's nice to say like, oh, check out my special mm-hmm. and it's here and yeah. it's, you can see you know, a portion of my life from, like, where I was at that time. It's also just a time stamp yeah. for me. Yeah. I think that's I like so that. important. Yeah. Like, when people put out specials, they're like, oh, what's what did it get you? And yeah. It's sort of like, it brought me so much joy, and it's such, like, a memory. I don't know about for, joy, but... <laughs> no, right. There's, there's a lot of... <laughs> a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah, a lot of pain. <laughs> but then you go, I can't... I'm so excited that my daughter is going to see... You. This special in particular, because I talk about giving birth and I talk about like how difficult it was and how little my husband did and how he (laughs) ate just a cheeseburger and pizza like next to my bed while I I was eating ice cubes. Like, yeah, I have to tell you, your special, I watched it, it was great. And I was like, to my wife, come here real quick. This is what we have to look forward to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. right before yeah, you. So had you a gave baby. us some early education, and yes. I'll never forget. I did a show, Kilo, 
long time ago, I think we were at the federal bar, and I first time I, I met her, and she started telling me that she was uh, a, a, a new mom, and uh, and I was my wife was pregnant, and I was like, oh wow advice for me please anything you got i'll take it you know and she was so awesome and uh you know i think the camaraderie amongst comedians sometimes can get internally we're thinking like we think oh you know comedians are all angry but there's also a great mm-hmm. vibe amongst the community and a lot of us want to help each other and yeah. see each other grow did you have any great people along the way that have helped you to come up in your journey in comedy. Paul Rodriguez was definitely yeah. the one who helped me the most and has like always been the most kind to me and has always given me the best advice. And I think I was maybe two years into doing stand up when I first opened for him and featured for him. And I was doing 20 minute sets and we were talking about this earlier where you're going, do I have 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Can I hear my own voice yeah. for 20 minutes? Like, that's a long time. Yeah. Do people, other people want to hear that? Like, yeah. I performed for, I think it was 2,500 people. And that was huge. And I was doing 10 minutes for that set. We had, like, five shows. And you go, can I, can I keep this crowd yeah. who doesn't know me engaged for yeah. 10 minutes? Which doesn't sound like a long time, but when you're but, a comedian, yeah. it is a yeah. long time it's when an you're eternity. just starting out. Yeah, it's <laughs> an eternity. And we talked about it's hard doing the shorter ones then, like, because yes. you have time to let it breathe. You could, maybe a joke doesn't land, but hey, uh, you got more. And so yeah. people don't remember that, which didn't, what didn't land in 30 minutes. So yes. doing 10 minutes, you're like, you got to be on, bring the A game and yeah. stuff. So it's And you know what's interesting? As it takes, I at least for me, it took me years to get comfortable enough to take those pauses, mm. to take the time to tell the joke and let it land mm-hmm. and let there be like a little air. Silence. As opposed to being like, oh, here's my next joke. Here's my next joke. Here's my next one. I remember, and this is definitely on YouTube, um, <laughs> uh, where I did some shows and I would laugh at my own joke because <laughs> it made the audience it's, laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and it always makes them the, laugh when the, you're like... <laughs> the audience, the people at home watching you laugh at your own <laughs> joke yeah, right. are like, what is she doing? Is she having a mental <laughs> breakdown? Like, people were like, writing like, is she on cocaine? Like, why is she <laughs> shaking? And I was like, you know... <laughs> but it's such a moment because you're having a moment such with a moment. yourself and yes. pe- I think the audience can feel that and it makes them laugh. Yes. It's an energy thing too. It, so it was also something that I leaned on because I was realizing that live, I was I just write back, you would love me live. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been laughing if yeah. you had seen this yeah. in person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I promise, in real time, different ball game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's my, my comedy is like, very big and yeah. all, like like <laughs> like there's no you're, other you're way not afraid to, to be silly it. you're like no, you're silly. I'm so silly yeah. and it's getting that across sometimes on video mm-hmm. is more difficult than when you're just like a polished clean you know comedian you because I, I think you come off as very like I am a good girl <laughs> I am so like, and then when you say some of the stuff you do, it's like, oh, this is okay. We're getting something, and so it takes people time. But when they get it, it's like, oh yeah, okay, we get this first. You can kick it with her. Well, and that's what's interesting too, is because off stage, if I'm comfortable with you, like I'm comfortable with you, like when I'm comfortable with you, I'm like, let's, let's, you know, (laughs) balls to the wall, you know. But like, if I am just meeting you, I'm really quiet. 
Yeah. And I and I'm really reserved and I especially if you go to mics or shows or whatever, I'm I'm the one in the green room just like writing my jokes. If someone asks me a question, I'm probably shy and awkward Aww. unless unless I'm vibing with you and then I'm like What's up? What? <laughs> My name's Taylor. What's up? Yeah. You know, like, but it's it's Let's be pen pals. <laughs> yeah, like you know those people that they they suck your energy, and then there's yes. people that give you energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, the energy suckers are the yes. worst. And awful. unfortunately, a lot of comedians are like, I'm oh, just like us, and it's, it's gets a lot. It's like I you realize. walk in the room, just all oh, sucks out, and they're like, and you're like, all right. Regroup. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> you, I, there's a term that I, someone told me I'm an introvert extrovert. That's me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm both of them, which can be very confusing. But then when I'm on stage, that's when I'm big. That's yeah. when I feel like I can be free and I'm like, this is who I am. And people, and since the beginning, even I had a show the other day, they were like, I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, right. is, are we different people? Yeah. Oh, like, what is that? It's still yeah. us, but Haydn? Well, I'm just quiet. If I don't have anything to say, then I, sometimes I just like listen and I take it in. And you're aware when they're, you're around people who want to be big. Okay, and when yeah. they want to be the attention, yeah. you, they want the, everything on them. I'm just going to like let, let them. them. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, do yeah, you. Yeah, because there's so many times where like someone be like, oh, you know. Tell me a joke right now. I'm like, I don't really want to tell you a joke That's right so now. Weird. Like, people. I just That's so I, weird. I just, it's I, weird. I, I think those people secretly hate you. <laughs> and if someone says to me, Oh, you're a comedian, tell me a joke, I'm like, You hate me. If you <laughs> have you something against anymore. my face yeah. and you want me to suffer, right, right. what's happening. Right. Just here. stab me in the eye if yeah, that's what just, you really want to do. Get that okay. on a date, guys. Y'all are married, yeah. Yeah. like still dating. You tell something. I don't even tell them anymore because it's this. Then they want to tell a lot of jokes oh. and I'm just like I'm getting assaulted well, right especially now especially men yeah men, men. like oh you, you oh, think you're, you're funny? I'm, I'm funny oh, you I want to hear something hear. from oh, yeah. me oh my god I've been telling this joke since <laughs> 1999 and I'm like oh please don't tell me don't tell me like, <laughs> yeah I, like my parents have been seeing me do all like my impressions and stuff since I, since I was a kid so yeah. now it's like to them my family's like uh, it's, it's like dinner, it's, we do this at the we've been doing this since dinner since like 97 you know what I mean like you know, but for me, because I got into comedy a little bit later on in life, and for me, it's like, well, you guys saw it, yeah, but nobody else did, yeah. So, hello, world, here are my impressions. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. You know, but it gives you the the stage gives you the opportunity to really be who you wanted, who you want to be, and maybe that was you didn't get that chance in earlier in life and now you get to do it (laughs) it's nice too like i know that when i'm at a show and if i'm quieter and then i just know that i'm going to get my time to be on stage yeah so just like being aware of like i don't need to be like a big showy person on stage i will say we were talking about family my husband is like my number one supporter in stand-up and it's so amazing it's so amazing having a partner (laughs) who from the beginning he has believed in me I'm not going to get emotional. <laughs> I just had to say it so I didn't start crying. But I will. this is just an interesting story. He ended up w- wanting to do stand-up. Oh. And I've never been more jealous in my life. 
I I realized I am so super supportive of him. Yeah. But the idea of dating another comedian. Oh god. Like you're oh. like, what are we doing here? And so, but I had to let him. I had I was like, so he's done. Go. It. So I was like, you know, how to go? He, he took a small break from his his job and he took a stand up class. I I told him to take it. And his first week, he comes back from class and he's like. I've cracked the code. <laughs> I, oh God, that's hilarious! I see what Seinfeld does, and I think I can do it. <laughs> like and you're just like, uh, 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 like yeah. you know, me doing this for years, and then as weeks went on, he was like, "Oh my God, I have to stand on stage." And oh my God, like, how do you do this every week? <laughs> do not what do you mean, like, what do you mean I'm going to be in front of people and saying, because he is so fun. He's so social. He's such an extrovert. Yeah, yeah. In social situations, he's the one who yeah. just tells so many jokes. He's so good at improv. But it's different, though. But when you're on stage, he was like, why do you do this? <laughs> he literally gave himself the flu the week of the performance. Oh my God. And he, he had an amazing set. It was a one night only appearance. <laughs> He's not gonna come. Back. He never <laughs> went back on stage again. He even at, after taking the class, he was like, "I respect what you do so much, even more That's than hilarious. before," because he realized. And so, I think every man that you date, you need to tell them. I, I don't unless they do it like your husband. Like they're unless they do it, they're yeah. not. They and they it's the ego it. too that they have because yes. they, men think they're funny all the time you know nice. they're like i want a girl that laughs at my jokes they always put that in their dating stuff and i'm like okay and i'm an easy laugher like i love to laugh right but don't uh, you know when someone's just like yes oh yeah i'm gonna try this okay yeah i'm gonna get that get those <laughs> panties wet you know yeah, yeah. you know it is funny though when my wife and i first started dating uh she was like I love comedy shows. I was like, oh, that's that's cool. That's awesome. And then so we started going to the Laugh Factory and all the other stuff. And she's like, uh, she didn't know in the back of my mind that I had, like, really just wanted to be a stand-up comic. And oh. that I had done some stand-up prior to that. But, like, I was kind of off. And, you know. and then she's like, one night she was like, you know what? I can never date a comic. <laughs> what? Just couldn't do it. She said that. Just couldn't do it. Uh, I don't know how. You're just you're, you're all, you know it's, you're on the road and all this stuff. I don't understand how these people stay married. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, now we're married, oh. and um, she's my biggest supporter too. Yeah, yeah and she and does. now so she's like my biggest fan, and uh, she tells me when I you know. Uh, when I suck, and she tells me when I'm awesome. You know what I mean? Oh, and so I'll, I'll take it. So thank you, honey. Uh, <laughs> and uh, anytime you want to go back to the Laugh Factory and we live our first date, you just let me know. Uh, so so that was your first date? Just kidding. That was a joke. Yeah. Although it's great. I love taking dates to comedy shows because you get to yes. what they laugh at. I clock and I'm like, okay, I get to know how this person really is by what they laugh at. Yes. And I, it's it's an interesting telltale. It, it is. It's I very. Like that. That's so smart. I do it just because I'm like, oh, I can kill two birds with a stone. Like See it. some comedy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a date? Get some free drinks? Y'all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't have to worry about that. So <laughs> Make it a real doozy. Yeah, so. Uh, so how has comedy changed for you with your voice since you've become a mom? Well, it's interesting. I think you have to throw away a lot of old material because you don't relate to it anymore. And I think because my daughter is like constantly growing, there's yeah. always going to be new jokes and and also things that I don't connect to anymore. So yeah. it almo I almost feel like I have to be writing 
more often now than before. Before having a kid, I feel like I could do jokes for like, no, no joke, like 10 years. You know, you could do it. And you know what? I do still have jokes from 10 years ago that I still do to this day because it's a good setup. And I'm yeah. like, oh, this still works. But I think that since having a kid, life is coming at you a lot. Yeah. And you're like, I have new material and, you know, there's just so much stuff how often do you write like are you sitting and are you sitting down so you're doing it every day is it like a on the bell because you have to be busy with a kid i didn't have that discipline though until covid hit okay because i was on this trajectory of like i was gonna start headlining and i was i had all these shows lined up and i was at a casino the week before covid became like before we like locked down yeah and and then you're just it just stops and you're like, what do I do with all this stuff that I want to say? And obviously I did Zoom shows and stuff, but you have a lot of time to just sit and yeah. write. And that got me really disciplined. Okay. Because before COVID, I'd be like, no, I'm just going to improvise on stage. That's what, I did a lot of that. I yeah, would improvise yeah, yeah. a lot. And I would find the joke on stage a lot. But I realized. That's interesting. I've heard people talk about, like, I know. Even I don't bigger, write down. Yeah, they, they say, I don't, I don't you, write. Like, Mark was talking about how he didn't use story. I was like, what yeah. are you? T- I couldn't. I have to visually see the words yeah. in order to even keep it in my brain. So I think I, think I always wrote a set list, you know, like mm-hmm. the words. Mm-hmm. But I didn't sit down and really have it like a transcript. Until, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Until COVID. And then I had, like, all this time. And then it really, I was, like, able to get rid of the fat. And I was able to say, yeah. like, oh, take out this line and this doesn't work and that's how that's why i'm trying to get clean now not sober i'm <laughs> never gonna be sober <laughs> just california sober right Drinking and riding, I will always be doing. um but i am trying to not curse as much and i'm trying yeah. to say like everything be really um specific with yeah. my jokes intentional, intentional. and just yeah that's, yeah, that's the better word. Yeah, we were talking just intentional in your career, too. Like, yeah. how have you navigated that? To, like, how did you go from starting to headlining? And just tell us about that journey. And I mean, I also think that it's a roller coaster in mm-hmm. stand-up. Yeah, yeah. And I think that before COVID, I was on this, like, oh, I'm in a tour. I was not planning on getting pregnant and I was going to do this whole like you, oh, you know, had a COVID baby I had a COVID baby wow. yeah. people were up there and and so that changes <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did that but even like the clip I what the promo listen to her she's like oh, COVID just, baby every time someone tells me I'm like Never God they, one of those I was like yeah. people were doing a lot of this during COVID I was was I the only one not getting you're it? just <laughs> pumping and humping I through COVID, why not you that pandemic, baby? Okay, I just said yeah. all that. All right. yeah. You know why we, we ended up getting pregnant? Because we were at home watching Bringing Down the House, you know, with Amy Poehler and Will Ferrell. Yeah. It's like, and at the end of the movie, they watched their 18-year-old child go to college. And my husband was like, I want to see our kid go to college. Oh. And I was like, yeah, I want that, too. <laughs> Should we have a kid? Like, we had never discussed it before. Oh, my God. And just, like, watching this movie, we were like, I, I want to take my, I want to send my kid off. <laughs> like, let's get rid of the 18 years in between. Let's just send him to college. <laughs> right. Like, that's yeah, a, yeah. That's right. a lead up to yeah. You have the baby, they go to college. Yeah. The yeah. Sh- Music sh- plays, credits roll. <laughs> like, shall we form an alliance? <laughs> 
<laughs> we Such shall. Such a thing. Yeah. So, um, what was the question? It was- <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, the thing about headlining, also in Los Angeles, a lot of times you're you're not headlining, or mm-hmm. you're you're still doing those ten minute spots. It doesn't matter like how yeah. big you are. You're still doing no. fifteen minute spots. You're still doing ten minute spots. Like it's so you're always. Hosting, opening, headlining, yeah. featuring, starting over again. So it's never like, oh, you've made it to the top and you only do the top headlining shows all the time. You see the biggest comedians yeah. drop in on shows. Especially that at the you're store doing. and stuff. Yeah, People don't know store. that part of it where it's like the trajectory yeah. is just not up, up, up. It's kinda like Yep. It's a it's a roller coaster. Yeah. And it's a you're constantly having to work on the craft. You could go perform at like the hottest venue in the country somewhere outside of los angeles and then you come back to los angeles and you're doing a dive bar <laughs> you know what I mean? and you're doing five minutes yeah. you know what i mean and it's a bringer so and, uh, and, you're, and you're seeing headlines walk in and, yeah. and do yeah. A spot, yeah, yeah, like, yeah 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 like it's, uh i'm doing jimmy kimmel's comedy club in december and like for me that's amazing that's great yeah. but you can't like think like oh that's it for me. Like that doesn't matter. It's it's just another show. Yeah, it's exciting. But like, once you come back here, it's like you might be on a high for like five minutes. <laughs> but when you come back, just like right back to the scene, and you're just constantly on the grind, and that's all. Yeah. And then you know, and it's like you just you might ask somebody else tomorrow, like, hey, can I get on your show? Yeah. When, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And hustle. That's, yeah, you gotta yeah. hustle. It's not like people are just reaching out to you every single minute, yeah. you know, and people don't realize it's a grind. Well, you know? and it's interesting, too, because my husband always says, like, even when you get to the top, you're looking for the next mm-hmm. thing, and it's never gonna be enough, so yeah. you always have to come back to the present moment and be like, whatever we're doing now, this is enough. Yes. Like, getting to perform is enough. It yes. doesn't matter where it is, for how many people, Paul also used to tell me that too. He's like, I don't care if there's five people in the audience. It's five people who came, paid, came to see a comedy show. You know, you make those, yeah. those people It's paid. just as important yeah. as like a thousand people. Yeah. It doesn't exactly. That's you have to have yeah. the same mentality. You do in, really throughout your entire career. And like some people were, were like, oh, I don't do bringers anymore. But every show you have to look at as a bringer in some regard because. They want you to put butts in seats. Yeah, want you to put butts in seats, and you've got to do enough on your own as a comedypreneur to get people to come to see you, even if it's not a bringer. you got to be like, you got to have the mindset it is a bringer because you want people to come see you. And like, if you can put, if you can bring, if five people will come out to see you just on your name, that's a really good thing. You know what I mean? You know you've got something there. I think even when you're putting your clips out, when you're putting your special out, when you're going to his shows, like the thing is you want an audience to fall in love with you. That's like the goal of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I always like to say like after I do a show, uh, the person in the audience, I want them to think, you know what, that, that dude's cool. I want to, I would have a beer with that person. You know what I mean? I love that. You know, so (laughs) yeah. See, I'm sometimes antisocial, so <laughs> I don't know if I want a beer with them. Like, Ruthie said, I want to do fantasy football with Caleb Crawford. <laughs> and the moment. I, I'm, I'm wondering, because even like through this, like your whole um, journey through comedy, you still have like this very positive... Like, and it's uh, like, I love because a lot of the guests that we've have have this really nice outlook that that's not the norm yeah and comedians and i just want to hear like how did that carry on with you and how did it not get dark and with all when you're around all of that because it can be 
Probably my family. My yeah. dad was a kid actor, and he was like nominated for an Emmy. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he, um, my uncle was like um, on the Mickey Mouse Club. He was like an original. Oh, so I think your blood. Oh, he, he was also nominated for an Emmy the oh. same year as my dad. Wow. They were. My uncle was on a show called The Rifleman. My dad was on a show called Laramie. Rifleman still plays today, like every day on TV. Then my dad became a producer with George Ray Hill, which wow. he did like Funny Farm and The World According to Garp and Butch Cassidy and The Sting. And so it's like he has lived a million lifetimes. Yeah. And I remember he did a talk back at Yale that I went to. And they said, what was your greatest accomplishment? And he said, uh, having my kids. Yes, that's, that's how it should be. <laughs> Who yeah. is this man? <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, what are you, you know, like, yeah. yeah. like Father, father? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see, he's so proud of, like, his family, and he just has such, like, a strong foundation yeah. and a base, and I think I have such amazing parents. I mean, my mother constantly tells me to brush my hair, and, like, she is, like, <laughs> <laughs> always going to, like, bring me back down to earth. Yeah, yeah, that's funny, because my mother reminded me to take my testosterone medication this morning. Oh, yeah. my yeah. God. Well, that's <laughs> a little mother's. too close. I was like, Mom, yeah, she's uh, awesome. Mom boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> she's so awesome. Did you use Colgate, or did you use, uh, you know, Aquaphor? She's very, like, oh, are you, are you, are you Okay, do you need to? I yeah, love I, I'm like, Ma, really awesome. uh, I love you, but uh, <laughs> maybe lay off a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, grateful, grateful to have you out here, Mom. Ha like having that home base yeah. and then having my daughter and my husband, it's like going home to them at night and knowing, like, oh, let's watch Bill Maher or let's do this together. Oh, like yeah. having like life outside of comedy mm. is so important. important. And keeps me grounded and happy. Yeah, because I, I feel like a lot of people are like, this is it. Mm -hmm. This is if I can't do anything. And I'm like, you have life. You're alive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's it. Like, you get to do anything you want with your life. This is not it. Right. This is just a part of this it. This is a part. This is, it's <laughs> yeah. all about balance. Like, yeah, yeah. I still am in this mentality right now where I'm wanting to go out every night and do stand-up mm -hmm. every single night. Mm -hmm. We'll see how long that lasts, but I'm really <laughs> actively, I've been doing it now for a couple of weeks. Like, I want to go out every night because it really brings me joy and it yeah. lifts me up yep. and my husband's so proud of me and he's like go do it have you know do <laughs> your shows and then i know that i he's got the baby and i'm driving home to like this a wonderful family Aww. and then i'm still waking up at 5 a.m and mm -hmm. so i'm yep. a little bit delirious <laughs> <laughs> daylight savings really mess things yeah. up even more oh it sure I mean, did and a little bit is generous yeah <laughs> oh, God. No, seriously and i i don't i don't know like i think it also shifts like sometimes I want to be like more just home and writing and not g going out and doing the yeah. stand up and just trying to hone in on my craft and be like, what do I want to talk about now? Yeah, 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 you know? for, for sure. I mean, I mean, you're going out every night and doing stand up. Was what? At what point did you say to yourself, you know, what, I got to turn this into a business for myself? Uh, honestly, I think right when I started doing it. I was like this, I want to make stand-up a part of my life forever, and I want to, I have goals, and I think that's super important too, yeah. is to yeah. have those goals and know where you want to take it. Because like we were just talking about like merchandise, like, well, I should sell merchandise. Oh, a comedy album. Oh, I should create a yeah. comedy album. But like when you really write it down, it's so important to like Ooh. manifest, you know, yeah. figure out what it is that you want from this career. And you know? see it. And so, really see it. Yeah. Like for me right now, super important that I'm clean. And it's super important that I'm getting together my tape 
to submit to festivals and specific ones that I really want to do that I haven't done. Mm -hmm. Going to New York, doing shows in New York, going to San Francisco and Santa Barbara and like really hitting up the spots that I I want to like build a fan base. Right, for sure, for so. sure. Specificity, it yeah. seems like, is the key to really carving out um, the life or career that you want. It yeah. seems like you're being very specific, especially since you have limited time with a kid. Ha- with and having a, fam- a kid, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to have like goals of like, okay, what is the next thing? Because, I mean, you could just also just be doing stand-up every night and be like, this is it. Like, this is the goal. Yeah. This yeah. is what yeah. I want to yeah. be doing. Yeah. But then you can also say like, oh, but on a bigger grander scheme this is where i want to end up and this is these are the steps that i'm going to take to get there yeah yeah i don't know why i did that like i was on stage and gave me the light i was like ignite thank you you know you know you're a comic you know you're a comic you're like that's the light okay we got five when you have a podcast and your producer holds your hand up and you're like yep that and you think that's the light everything's a light everything's a light we got the light um uh, okay, yeah, but right. no. Well, my wife comes in and she's like, hello, honey. I'm like, okay, that's it. Yeah, yeah, all right. It haunts us. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This light in hand haunts us, guys. Like, yeah. it will that's always... That's a good way to get your partner's attention. You just, like, hold up a phone. Yeah. Like, for a comic. If you're that's a comic, what my wife does now. I was like, if you want my attention, just take your phone and wave it like this. Yeah. How do you get the energy to go out every night, though? Like, what are you... Are you just... I mean, I don't, I don't even know, actually. Like, I it is, it's a constant struggle, but around 3 p.m. and when you've been with your kid during the day you know you're yeah. like oh you're ready to I can go out <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm ready to chop out <laughs> yeah, yeah. like wrestling you're yeah. like you got this right all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 the ref- referee's like you good I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> hand comes up and all of a sudden, you're like Hulk Hogan, you're hulking up. Right? Look, <laughs> only so many times that you can sing Wheels on the Bus where you're like, I gotta get out of here. So, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> you, did, did, did your kid ever watch Miss Rachel? Yes, every morning. People love that. I just I, heard about that. I, she's amazing, but I will tell you, her songs live in my head rent free now. Yeah, she yeah. She has brown hair and brown eyes, and sometimes my daughter, I think, looks at me and is like, "Are you Miss Rachel?" Oh. <laughs> She's just she like goes back and forth between like, "I think my mom might be this lady." My my this kid lady has a, might be my mom. <laughs> my, I think my son thinks it's his girlfriend. Oh, yeah, because I, I, I put I put him on in, in like the swing, and she's like, "Hi," and he goes, oh. and then like, she gets so excited, and he just he melts, and I'm like. Dude, like you're like a lot younger than her. You gotta wait a little bit. To ask her <laughs> you know? out. And she's married. I'm pretty sure she's married. Yeah. So I saw someone post a video of them dressing up like her for their kid, and the kid went crazy. I'm like, okay, oh you dress up like your favorite. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? Mm-hmm. What like got the two of you into this podcast, and how did you meet? Is this already on like another episode of another? Podcast? I'd be more interested in our dynamic. I know. I, know. Yeah, I love it. Like, how did people you like meet? us? They really like us. Yeah. <laughs> we met at a mic. Um, did and, you? And, like I was saying. We you don't meet a, a lot of nice. Oh Wait, that should be the name of the next podcast. <laughs> we met we on a mic. mic. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. At the mic. Yeah. Um, two, no. com- two comedians, one mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Jason's yeah. just a really, like, nice, like, I, I'm, I'm all about good energy. About? Shut up. <laughs> like, good energy, just nice. People who, like, there are some people who, especially comedians, who go out of their way just to be assholes and i'm like it there's no need for that at all and he was just a nice person just started talking and we uh, you seem like a sweet person would you like to do a podcast <laughs> <with him? laughs> 
yeah, we, we did shows and stuff, and then this came out of, oh, in Baltimore, this came up. Yeah, we met, we met a, a Mike, uh, I think it was the Hollywood comedy, like a long time ago, and then, um, and then we started to stay in touch, and then uh, we start we formed this like yeah. little writing group together. With oh some yeah, there were more. Comics. There were more people. <laughs> there was more people, and like a lot of people like dropped off. When but it, we always yeah, kind of yeah. like, and we just stayed tight. And then, uh, and then we started doing some other shows together. Yeah. And then um, I did, uh, I did a couple. I'm from Baltimore, and, and I did a couple sold out shows in Baltimore. And I brought Lena with me. Uh, and she stayed. She actually my, she stayed at my house. Stayed Loves at my family you. and everything like that. So and we cute. had a, we had an awesome time. <laughs> and then and then we just yeah. And then we uh, we we actually shot our uh, like a little small little like rough podcast in Baltimore. And then uh, yeah, like I said, Start we kind of had a little here. tribe. And yeah. some people fell off, and but we stayed together. And yeah. here we are. Yeah. Here we are. See, I love that. I yeah. love those stories, like the happy accidents where it's like yeah. you don't know what's going to come from it and then you create something. Yeah, yeah you yeah. go where the good vibes are and yeah. you just know when someone's simpatico and you're like, oh, That's well, that... Quote too. Yeah, it just makes you go, oh, okay, this is a, a person kind of just like, okay, I feel comfortable. And especially yeah. in doing stand up and you're fairly new, you're like, this is scary. I need mm-hmm. a tribe. You need a tribe. Need a tribe. Yeah. So, See, new comics, open mics aren't that bad. All right. <laughs> no, I'm not saying all that, but uh, <laughs> one in a million, but you know, it works out sometimes. You need a tribe, though. You do. Yeah, yeah. You go where the good vibes are. That's yeah, what you yeah, just yeah. said. And I was like, yes, that's go exactly. Where the, yeah. <laughs> Because doing it alone, I mean, stand-up is... It's a long... Yeah, it's, yeah. And it can be lonely. If you don't find people that you connect with, that you can kind of yeah. go to the clubs with, like, it can be lonely. Oh, for sure. For sure. It can definitely be a lonely world, and that's why you definitely have, have to go, have a good support system around you. Yeah. And there's only so many times that I can go up to my husband and be like, is this funny? I know. Yeah. Like, just, like, every morning, yeah, you're, like, yeah, waking yeah. him up and being like, okay, I've got this joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, me too. Yeah, no. No. I'm like, come t- on, <laughs> Yeah. Did you laugh? Did you laugh? Are you, are you snoring? Like, I know, I know. Please, please just laugh, would you? Yeah. My wife's like, it's 3 a.m. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. I, I wake up that. in the middle of the night sometimes with like a I, joke Oh idea. my God, that's I'll horrible. I'll write it on, a, on my notes on my phone. It's I painful. I wake my husband up and he's like, please don't. Yeah, right, right. It's painful when, you, in the, when you're trying to sleep and you get a joke and you have yes. to write it down. Yes, or you, you know to. you're going to forget it. I just, just start, just like start doing my set in the middle of the night when I'm sleeping. I'm like, I got a new one here, folks. Uh, how many people? <laughs> LA, I'm Jason Schuster. Thanks so much. My wife's like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I get a lot in, when I'm driving in the car. And y'all, sometimes I'm like, I got to get this. Like, it's not worth my life. But I'm over here, like, still doing. I don't know why it happens driving. But it is I a run my thing. set sometimes in my living room with the remote control. <laughs> and, my mic, and I just say, hey, and now my baby will sometimes come in and she'll have a remote control and be talking into it and it was like listen there's only one person to stand up in this family okay one yeah who do you think you are oh, that's kid? hilarious first yeah. your dad and now you yeah, baby yeah. is that a bit i think we have a bit there write that down we're all like write it down now yeah. i, love, it. I yeah. love that so much it is so important though like uh, i i love the the process and the journey uh, but we do have an important question that we need to ask you yeah he um, loves to do it though for some reason. Yeah, I, I don't know. Are you ready for this? Just take <laughs> he a deep does breath. It in a way. Might need a little whiskey. I feel like for some reason I th- I feel like I'm gonna win something. I'm <laughs> not. Yeah. You win nothing. <laughs> okay. I'll... You win absolutely nothing out of this. But 
What is your favorite ice cream, Kelly Crawford? <laughs> mint chip. Mint. mint oh, we chip. got the cookie people dough. like the mints. Cookie dough and mint chip tie. It's okay, good and that ice is, cream. That, is, that is really interesting. Basic. I think mint chip. Well, cookie dough, you can't go wrong with. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mint chip has been a solid. I've never had vote it in this. Never podcast. had it. Wow. Wait, 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 wait what? Never had because I didn't what? think mint and ice cream would be good. <laughs> but wow, so it's refreshing. It's delightful. Wow. You have a meal. Yeah, I'd like um, some mint. Qu- cleanses the palate. Yeah, better than a mint. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, what? That's a commercial. Either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we do yeah. a commercial? Should we do a commercial? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Briars, we are available. Yes. Yeah. We sponsors. We need sponsors. I don't sponsors. know why I picked Briars. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Briars. Briars. Oh, that was Stewie. Briars, like Stewie Griffin. Oh, yeah. That's Stewie. Oh, God, you know. I tell you, I couldn't figure it out on the last episode we did. Now it's like, all this comes out. Briars. Yeah. Peter. I was killing you, too. You were like, I, need I can't, couldn't get it out. Just I just, doing... I was like, <laughs> and now, now Kaylee's just like, Brian. Like, yeah. no um, <laughs> you, you should do impressions. I yeah. bet. Like, do you like, honestly? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. You do good ones. Just yeah. the way your face is stuff. Like, yeah, I definitely do a lot of impressions yeah. of like my mom. And yeah. like, I have one right now of like my grandma and taking her makeup because I don't wear any makeup and I, my blush is yeah. like from 1929 like my <laughs> grandmother is being like we've passed this blush down for centuries you, know, you have no makeup on now do you I, it's very minimal oh, I yeah. say like You're I have a joke where it's like I my black my eyeliner is from like 2013 Okay, I think that's not uh, that's not, not hygiene that's, at all. Like, I think you got to get right? rid of that. Right. But no, no, but we know out of all the things I wanted to know about, I really want to know what year your eyeliner was from yeah. today. <laughs> and now we're complete. We're like, no. We are complete. Now we've done yeah, it all. We've done it all. <laughs> we want to know what's next. We'll tell people what you have coming up and like what's I mean, next. I have a lot of shows coming up, so follow me at Kayla Crawford. K A E L A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crawford. Yeah, you do have to say that because yeah. people spell it with a Y. Um, and then. I'm hoping to film my hour. Woo woo! I'm putting that out there, and I want right. to call it "Unhappy for You." So yeah. And we are super happy for you and all your accomplishments in comedy. Kayla, thank you so much for being here today. It was a blast. Yeah. Thanks for having me, you guys. Amazing.